so much appeal. A great place to get a seafood meal. Miami. Miami. Picture it, Los Angeles, 2016. Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you will ever need to listen to. I'm H. Allen Scott. And I'm Carrie Doherty. And this is a podcast where we watch an episode of the Golden Girls and then we talk about it. This is a more muted version of the opener that we just did that Carrie made us re-record because I was improving, Improvising. Improving. Well, you were singing, which I enjoyed. <laughs> did you? But then, did but you? I enjoyed the singing, did but you? then you went off the rails a little bit, and I thought, if this is someone's first time listening... If this is someone's first time listening, you picked the wrong episode, <laughs> because today we are closing out season four of The Golden Girls, and you know what? This two-parter episode... Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like a total blunt, but it was like a little blunt. It was just... it. <laughs> yeah. So we just watched, yeah, the season four finale, which was a two-parter. So my uh, singing would have been better. So episode, I guess, 25 slash 26, and it's titled We're Out of Here, which uh, it aired on May 13th, 1989. I'm assuming since there was just one air date, they aired you could, these back to back. You could tell they were out of there. They were done. Yeah, it was a title for the writers. <laughs> yes. They <laughs> were like, like, we're out of here. Get this episode over. We got the money. Season five is coming. Let's just do this. Go. It's funny because, I mean, the Golden Girls has done, this is a this is a flashback clip show episode. Which they've done before. Which they've done before, but sometimes they do flashback clip episodes, which aren't real flashbacks, they're meaning they're, yeah. they're all new clips that we've never seen before, but Which they act as if they're flashbacks. Actually fun. Those are fun because it's like you get to imagine, oh my gosh, what would this episode have been like if it yeah. were a whole episode, like the Valentine's Day one, yeah. you know, but whenever we see stuff we've already seen, it's just like, well, on some eh. level I try, let's, 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 let's go back to 1989. <laughs> We're there. We're watching this episode, and you know it's this is this is actually maybe a fond walk down memory lane for this show because sure. it's season four. Mm-hmm. They're not probably in syndication yet. Maybe they were just going into syndication, so people watching this episode hadn't seen these clips for probably four years, mm-hmm. and it was maybe a nice, enjoyable experience for them. That I get for you and I. Yes, we saw these episodes yesterday. I know there were some <laughs> where I was like, "Oh man, we just watched this episode not long ago." Yeah. But I, I think, and you you brought this up, which was interesting. Thank because, you. Well, <laughs> I didn't even say, <laughs> <laughs> but. I think about when a show, like a show like The Walking Dead, when mm. they do a season finale. Which Carrie and I are both big fans of. Yes. Uh, big-ish. I, I enjoy it. You don't think you're big? I'm a, I'm not like a hardcore. I, I enjoy it. I've been watching it. I'm a few episodes behind. Me but too. I enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, a show like The Walking Dead, mm-hmm. they're going to they're going to leave a season maybe on like a big cliffhanger that keeps people talking until the show comes back. That makes you want to come back because you have to find out what happened next. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Golden Girls, because you said they don't, they do season finales kind of weird. And I feel like with this well, season finale, it felt like this was more of a celebration. It's like we're celebrating everything that's you know, already happened versus trying I, to I set a, up something to make us I do think The Walking Dead watching. is perhaps a bad comparison because I do think comedy shows do season finales very differently than dramatic sure. shows. Sure. Like you have like Who Shot 
JR well, no, but look at The Office. There was an episode where Jim kissed Pam at I the Christmas, that. at yes. the booze cruise. No, the Christmas party, booze cruise. But, can, but do you and remember then, season closers of like Roseanne? Gambling night, casino the Cosby night. Show. Sorry, that's when he kissed her. Yeah, like the Cosby show, Roseanne, um, you know, any of these shows from the 80s and 90s. I, I don't personally remember any big season closers. Now, as the years have gone on, mm-hmm. I've seen big season closers sure. of comedy shows. Friends really was a part of that. Friends mm-hmm. did that very well. Friends did cliffhangers well. Very, Friends did cliffhangers very well, especially very in the well. later seasons. Well, I mean, actually, no. I guess they did it at the end of season one, which I think was a shorter season. But season one ends with uh, Rachel discovers that Raj has a crush on her. And so she goes to the airport to tell him. Yeah, but they did that at pretty much every season. Yeah, but what I'm saying is it started with season one. Yeah, but what I'm saying is it's a relatively new thing, I think. Well, the okay, but this was 89. Show. Friends was what? 94. Four? Okay. Yeah. I'm not saying, I'm, I'm just saying it's different. That's all. It's just it interesting to, to see a season finale that's Because I can't remember a Golden like Girls finale. A celebration. I'll go through the, the season finales, but I can't remember one that stands out, that, that, that works as a season finale, mm-hmm. you know, like a memorable one. Um, can I tell you, I, I mentioned. Except for the ones that suck. Yeah. I mentioned earlier that I had a dream about Betty White last night, but I didn't tell you about it. Oh, yeah, please. So now I'm going to tell you and all you guys about it. It's not very exciting, but... You don't start a story (laughs) that it's not very exciting. It's the Julia Child rule of life. You just say it, and you expect it to be exciting. That's what she said with food. She was like, if you fuck up with your food, fuck it. Serve it. Don't tell them you fucked up. They're going to enjoy it. She didn't say it like that. I was going to say it's a verbatim. (laughs) Uh, I had a dream last night that I met Betty at some event or something. I don't know. And we were like chatting for a couple minutes and she had kind of taken a liking to me and Mm -hmm. I got very excited about that. And then I asked if we could take a selfie together. Mm. And so I took a couple and then I left and I think it was like, I don't know, some sort of like entertainment event. uh, And I knew I was never going to see her again. Mm -hmm. And then after she left, I looked at the photos and like two of them were blown out and two of them were so blurry you couldn't tell who I was standing next to. Interesting. And I thought, oh were, no. You were this, in the ring. This was my one chance to get a photo with Betty White and I'm never going to see her again and I fucked it up. And so then I somehow tracked her down. Oh, God. And now it's like she's getting ready to walk into her house. Oh, God. And You're she's... stalking her. I know. And she's tired and she's 94 and it's like she's been signing autographs and talking to people all day and I... For I, 90 years. I know. But but in the context of the dream, it's like on this particular day she'd been doing it. And and I went up to her and I I think I just realized that she was really tired and I just said, oh, hey, I, I just wanted to say it was great meeting you today and I hope you have a lovely evening. And I think I just left her alone and then just, and I didn't have any, and I think it, I think that dream comes from my anxiety because mm-hmm. unlike you, I've never seen any of the Golden Girls mm-hmm. up close in person. I've never met any of them. And so mm-hmm. I know Betty is my last chance to do so and she's 94 and I think I'm, when when that possibility is taken off the table, which, you know, I hope she lives another 20 years, yeah, but it's not going to happen. But when that <laughs> when that when that is taken off the table, it's going to be a finite thing in so much as as a true Golden Girls fan, I will never meet a Golden Girl or see one in person. You know what we could do? We could tell all of our listeners we need to get Betty White as a guest on this podcast. We could probably do it. I believe in us. Here's what I think we could do. We could get everyone to tweet 
Facebook. If if the internet got Betty White on SNL, they can surely get her on this podcast. Here's what I think we'd have to do. I think we'd have to get a lot of people to maybe get a hold of like her publicist, right? Yeah. And then I think it's we show up to wherever Betty White is with our microphones and our recorder and we got 10 minutes with her and that's that's what we get. If that. I mean, she's 94 at this point and she's oh, still... I would take five minutes. Oh, I would too. But I think like these are probably requests that come in from people who she actually knows in her life who want her to do something, you do know? these people have a Golden Girls podcast? I don't know, but maybe that's some sort of like call to action New Year's resolution thing we can actually organize and talk about. Well, we are closing out the year and we mm-hmm. should do some business before we close out the year. Um, so guys, this episode is airing and it's going to be very exciting because it's a two, two in one, basically. And then next week we will have a special sort of episode for the holidays. Mm-hmm. And then that will be the it. That will be it for the year until we start a big season five. Whoa, guys. Season five, episode one. We're finally at sick and tired, so that'll yeah. be the first episode after the new year. It's a big one, which means we'll be taking one week off for the holidays yes. before the new year. Yes, uh, but we're coming in with sick and tired parts one and two. So, which I mean, I you know, I want to, I really want to like phone a friend during that one and talk to a doctor about the merits of chronic fatigue syndrome. Okay, and see if it's just like you know, lupus. That's what I think it is. I think it's morphed into lupus. Interesting. I think if Dor- if this was airing today, Dorothy would have lupus, which my mother has, mm-hmm. which many women have. Mm-hmm. Um, men have it, but to a smaller degree, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and I think it actually affects African American women more. If I if my reading is right, um, which my mom told me once, and my mom's a rarity in this because she's not an African American woman. Uh, but that said, lupus is like, it affects the immune system yeah. and it often like, you know, it has blotches and my mother had it for years where she was just constantly tired mm-hmm. and ever, just like Dorothy, just like Dorothy, every doctor would say like, Oh, you're just, you're just getting older right, or right. menopause or whatever. And then finally, after years of misdiagnosis, they diagnosed her with lupus. And wow. she knew why she was tired all the time, why oh, she would be in bed for weeks, you know, and like, wow. yeah. So I think, to, I think maybe it's just lupus and that, that they called it chronic fatigue back then, or maybe it's something separate. I'm not a doctor. I don't know, but we should probably talk Let, about Yeah, that. maybe we'll look into that before we record before that. Before we actually we'll record that episode. it and talk about um, it. <laughs> so... Uh, so let's, I mean, I mean, again, on this episode, on this episode, I will say the, the season finales leading up to the end of the series, of course, season one was the way we met, which was a flashback episode where it was, it was scripted flashbacks. Well, by scripted, you mean, I mean, new flashbacks. It was new flashbacks. Basically. Yeah. New flashbacks. Um, season two, the worst episode of the golden girls. Ew. Was it empty nest? Ew. Season three actually was a good one. It was mother's day. Oh, also a clip episode, clip though. Clip episode, yes. With, but, but, with but fake a good new clip flashbacks. episode. Yeah, yeah Mother's um, Day was good. This season, of course, we're talking about today. Next season, now this is when they start getting better season closers. Also a two-parter next season, The President's Coming. The President's Coming. Yeah. Not, not a bad episode. I like but that episode. I, that one was also a clip show. Was it? Yeah. Oh, it was. You're right. Yeah. But it was a good one. And then season six... Of course, we know season seven that was the last episode, but season six was Henny Penny, Straight No Chaser. Wow. So that's their first non-clip episode. Yeah. Well, I guess an empty nest. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Okay. All right. Anyway, let's talk about this flashback episode. Yes. So it all centers around uh, the fact that 
Sophia's selling the house. Sophia's trying to sell the house to an Asian man who saw a sign. Somebody, one of the Donaldson boys accidentally. This episode foreshadowing to the future with the yen being inflated falsely. They are investing in the United States market and buying real estate property. The place you're sitting in right now. Sophia called it. Sophia called the Chinese investors. Wow. Because the Chinese company owns my apartment building. Do we know that that he's Chinese? I mean, we have to get racial now. (laughs) We don't know. I mean, we don't know. We don't know. I'm assuming. Okay. Because of current trend. So anyway, (laughs) so uh, one of the Donaldson boys has has moved a for sale sign from one of the other houses. Put it on Blanche's. I know they get up to stuff, Uh, and they moved it onto her front lawn. And so he is he puts in an offer on the house. Now here's a thing that I always love that they do in sitcoms, and I guess they do it in some movies too. But I feel like we mostly see it on sitcoms where. Either someone writes down a number on a piece of paper. It's usually like a job offer salary or, you know, here's how much I'm offering you for the house. And they like slide it across the table and the person always picks it up and looks at it. You never hear what that number is. No, no, because it's supposed to be secret. But why? Why is it always secret? Because we don't talk about money in the United States, except for in New York City. What do you mean we don't talk about money in the United States? Money is something, like, I learned, like, the simple thing, like, in New York and Los Angeles. In New York, you ask, oh, how much do you pay for this place? In Los Angeles, you don't ask that question. We have a thing in the United States of just, like, not talking about money. But instead just writing it down and passing it across the table? Yeah, because it's a secret, shameful thing. It's It's like drawing a picture of a dick that you don't want everyone to see. You just slide it on the table and be like, look at this dick I drew. Here's what I would like to see. I would like to see... Half the time, things I say, you literally are just like, okay, moving on. I move on. <laughs> I love it. I would... If I if I stopped to consider every single thing that you said that was unrelated to what's going on in this episode, <laughs> our podcast episodes would be four hours long. And oh, I'm sorry, people. Leave, a, leave an nasty review about me. Complain, please. No, don't complain. But you, you can. here's what I want to see. I want to see someone... Go, how much will, How much are you offering for a salary? And then I want someone to write it down and slide it across the table and the person to pick up the piece of paper and go, $100,000? Like, <laughs> that's all I want. I want one TV show to just do that, that. Wouldn't that be rude because there's other people in the room? No, you don't say it loud. People have conversation. People go. What if someone people go? A- people go to restaurants to be like Henry. I'm leaving you. Like they leave people in restaurants. Why well, can't you say a you number? You're, you're not going to break down, right? But unless those people are eavesdropping on your entire conversation, they're not going to know the context. If I go, I'm just saying we are a society and we don't like talking about money because it's somehow embarrassing. Uh, I don't know. That sounds which is why I feel like New me. Yorkers. They, they they're onto something. They're they're in the Susie Orman mindset. Talk right. about money, right? Uh, so Blanche sees the number that this businessman has offered. And it's like a cartoon eyes coming out. And she immediately, minute two, she immediately like walks right into tip tapping of her heels, right into the kitchen, pulls out the cheesecake. Like minute two and we've got a cheesecake. This is a code red situation. (laughs) Code red. Code red. Strawberry. See, now if I had asked you, oh, Code Red Strawberries, I'm making the connection. See? On top. See? See? It's Sometimes cheesecake. I just get you. Maybe that's why I don't say anything I more. I hate cheesecake. 
Why? Why? Is that polarizing thing to say? No. I. It's just. It's. It's. I don't. Someone know. brought a cheesecake here when you had a, a gathering here. I know. Oh, people must assume you love cheesecake because you have a Golden Girls podcast. I'm not gonna because I'm polite. I'm not gonna be like, thank you. I actually hate this, but thank you. I would never do. I that. would have taken it. You could have sent me home with the cheesecake. Oh, someone went home with the cheesecake. Oh, okay. Yeah, don't worry. That cheesecake got ate. Okay, good. Next time, so now I know for the future, if someone brings a cheesecake, all I have to do is be the last person here, and I can take it home. Actually, it was a guy. It was a guy I hooked up with the next night. He's uh, like, "Oh, you?" I was like, "I don't want this cheesecake," and he was like, "I'll take it." Next time, call me. I'll come back. <laughs> all right. So now the girls start. Now They're we get into the flashbacks. Like going back into the fl- now, some of these flashbacks. Let's just go through some of the flashbacks because half the com- literally the the sort of interstitial conversations that are happening in between the flashbacks are all just like, should I do it? Should I not do it? I oh, don't yeah. know. I'm torn. Here's another question I meant to ask. So for any of these clip episodes, assuming that like every other episode, they shoot in front of a live studio audience. Mm. This live studio audience is essentially sitting through two episodes worth of just these sort of like coming back to reality where like resets with the girls at the kitchen table and they're laughing, but like that must suck for an audience member. I bet there wasn't an audience. You don't think there was? Probably not. I mean, we could ask, we could ask, you know, Stan or Terry or someone, but, or Tracy, um, I'm not, so curious to know because if you don't have an audience and they're let's, just like, let's message Tracy, Tracy Gamble, who's okay. an amazing writer on the show. Cause there are jokes or Mark. There are jokes. Yeah. But, uh, that would just be, I literally just name dropped three writers slash producers. Yes, you did. Guys just saying, if you needed a legit space to understand who we are. We are the Golden Girls podcast. I'm sorry. Didn't you just give me shit for calling Lynn Green, Linny Green, like an episode or two ago? I called them all by their actual names. But I've heard people call her Linny Green. I have never heard anyone call her Linny Green. Actually, I think it was a Golden Girls writer. Maybe it was Stan Zimmerman who called her Linny Green when I said we had her on the podcast. So there. I think that's probably because they went to brunch. Um... (laughs) So, yeah, they, they show, um, they get into a bunch of flashbacks. Uh, the, what was the first flashback? The first one was when Blanche meets Rose in the grocery store with Mr. Yes. Peepers. Uh, and this, there's a whole plot hole in this one. We learn later in the series <laughs> that Rose has a cat allergy. So yes. that one's bullshit. Um, the but second it was a, one. It was an adorable cat and it showed sort of how they, Rose and Blanche met. And then we fast forward to Dorothy and Rose meeting and Rose is Mrs. Rogers. Yes. Essentially. Um, and then they do the dance marathon one, which I can't remember if I told this story when we did the episode with the dance marathon, which I think was another clip show episode. So I think this is like <laughs> a clip show clip within a clip show clip, which is like a very meta thing. Yeah. Um, so I saw a, uh, Golden Girls, uh, an unofficial Golden Girls musical in New York <gasps> right before I moved here. <gasps> and they did a... Um, I wonder why I didn't see that. It was it was before we met. Oh, so You lived here. I was probably riddled with chemo. Oh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Womp womp. Womp womp. Continue. I hope this is someone's first episode. Um, <laughs> uh, they... There was a scene where 
um, there was like a talent show yeah. and Rose, the, the, and the guy that played Rose was like kind of like a big hulking guy. He was doing a dance yeah. and he wore the, had the pink dress from the dance oh, marathon episode awesome. and he started doing the dance and then he ran backstage and a body double came out <laughs> and did the flips and it was oh. and the audience Can you find this lost information their minds. for this show? I'm sure it exists yes, somewhere. Elliot was there. Oh. Elliot came. It, so, yeah, I think it was. I can't remember. I think we planned on going together. Oh. Um, I'm almost positive it was Elliot. Yeah, it was Elliot. Um, he would have lived there at the time. It was amazing. But yeah. I was like, this is. This is a what a hardcore when hardcore Golden Girls fans when they do this stuff it was it was Amazing. absolutely Amazing. I loved the show That's I would have great. seen it actually I think I saw it twice I did see it twice Wow yeah it I, was really I great didn't, I didn't see it twice because you were riddled with chemo with chemo yeah it's yeah. fine I was I was in a chair watching Golden Girls yeah <laughs> you were living a better life. <sighs> <laughs> I feel bad. <laughs> Don't. Yeah. Why should you feel bad? I love making people feel bad. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so then we, uh, I, I'm like, I don't even know how to talk about this episode. This is a hard one, guys, only because, and we would love to hear what you guys think about this episode because typically we love flashback episodes, but this one in particular, there just wasn't much meat to it. Well, it's like, you know, we can just rat. I mean, we can rattle through like the great moments, like yeah, uh, ovary pants with yeah, they niece. did. The next set of flashbacks was all about family, so we see mm. like Uncle Angelo, Lucy. Yeah, r- walk we right in with her Michael. ovary pants. We didn't see, we didn't see Michael. Yeah, because we would have heard your boner. It would have yeah. been audible. It would have ended the it, podcast. It, it just, just, just jamming God, right against your I pants. I want to meet him IRL, but. With Lucy, um, that was a fun episode. You guys should, should go back and listen to that episode. Grace that was a, Helbig was Grace our Helbig, guest. And that was a fun episode. Yeah, that yeah. was a fun episode. Um, we see an Aunt Angela scene. We yeah. get Cousin Sven's intro. So then the guy um, from Grace Under Fire. Love that show. Oh, man. Yeah, Grace Under Fire. Loved Who was it. he on Grace Under Fire? He was the neighbor's husband. Oh, okay. Her best friend, the redhead. I forget her name. Yeah. Oh, Kathy Griffin. No. no oh. Um, that's news radio. Oh, uh, Connie no, Britton. No, Suddenly Susan, she was on. Oh, I know she was on Suddenly Susan. I'm just kidding. That wasn't Connie Britton. No, I know. I was just trying <laughs> to name redheads. Okay. I was just naming redheads. Um, the kid from Harry Potter. Uh, so then after all the family flashbacks and we get back to reality, Stan shows up. And I actually mm. didn't realize we were back in reality because I, I was like, oh, cool. It's another flashback with Stan. Yeah. And, and then I was like, oh, no, they're bringing Stan in to give him his own flashback. Which that's I, nice. I was like, that's nice because he's a big character. Yeah. So um, so they go, you know, we see the flashback of uh, that same Uncle, Uncle Angelo, Angelo episode. episode where Dorothy and Stan have to pretend to be married. That is he tries one of to the serenade her in bed. It really is. It's a good episode. Yeah. Um, so then when we get back to reality, uh, this is what kills me. And this is where part one ends. Yeah. So Blanche says... She doesn't know if she's going to sell the house. And then she was like, you know what? She goes, you know, I've made up my mind. I'm not going to trade it in for a few lousy dollars. And of course, right as she's saying this, the phone has been ringing. Sophia picks it up and immediately calls and says, he's doubled the offer. And then immediately Blanche goes, tell him we'll be out by the first of the month. And then just walks out of the room. And then it just ends very abruptly. Yeah. Here's my question. Yes. This man... Put in an offer on the house. Yes. The girls haven't gotten back to him. No. And 
unprovoked, he just calls to double his offer. You know. No. <laughs> I'm going to say. That's not how. I watch Million Dollar Listing. That's not I how think it works. That is a wrong show to be watching. You need to be watching Flip or Flop. When I watch what just, Stan watches, and getting, he DVRs Million Dollar divorced. Listing. They're getting divorced, the Flip or Flop people. Anyone HGTV fans, they're getting divorced. I don't know who they are. Oh, you should, because I'm fascinated by this story. And if past, you were to tell me that... A, a past <laughs> guest on this podcast, Lauren Reeves, looks exactly like the woman in that show. Literally, oh, wow. we text all the time being like, you need to be in a sketch of this. But yeah, no, the, but my point is, real estate is a make it or break it business. Right, you but, gotta you gotta jump while mm, things are in the air no, over what's no. iron irons are Strangle flying. Strangle the irons hot. Thank you. You're <laughs> and I you heard know. I listened to your other podcast and you said something that was it was you had it was one of those it was like an you know one of those like old wives tales or and I was like what did he just say I know it was you mixed and this matched is, them. This is my mother. My mom listens to so everyone. Great. Listens to everything I do, which is unfortunate, and I apologize for the things she's heard, but. Um, uh, she, I am, this is a sign of me becoming my mother in that my mom always does this. Like everything will be like, instead of like knee high of a grasshopper, it'll be like, you're just Wait, as what's knee high of a grasshopper? Oh, that's a legit saying. Like the, you know, like you're saying with a kid who's like, whatever, tall, like knee high of a grasshopper. It's a, it's an expression. It's a okay. thing. Look it up. But instead of saying, instead of, <laughs> instead of saying. Why are you putting the burden of proof on me? Because you asked. Everyone else knows, I bet. Um, but instead of saying like knee high of a grasshopper, she'll be like, you're, you're just as, you're tall like a grasshopper. That's what I sort of feel like you do. But you, I do it all the time. But I you, know. But you mix them. Like, you'll be like, uh, oh man, you know what they say? Uh, a bird in the hand is worth two in the you know straw that broke the horse's back. Like, <laughs> yes, yes. I don't know. I mean, it just sort of whatever. Fortunately uh, for me, I when my it. mom says it, she just sounds weird. But when I say it, at least I can kind of pass it off. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh yeah, I meant to. It's comedy. Or you're like, that's just how they say it. <laughs> like, that's just how they say oh, it. Oh yeah, Missouri. in Missouri. Um, Anyway, man, oh man. So they double the price. He doubles the price without a counter offer, offer without the them offer. saying, yeah. oh, we already have another offer. Literally, he I just. I think he just wants that house. And clearly, at the end of the episode, we learn the amount of things that he's buying up. He, he is reckless with man, his money, we this learn. This man just wants to spin, spin, spin. Yeah. Um, so, in, so in part two. Part two. Uh, it's late at night. Rose and Dorothy can't sleep because they're worried about Blanche wanting to sell the house, which you Rose and I, is more worried. Yeah. Because Dorothy somehow is just like, we'll be fine. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's kind of like in the pilot episode. Remember, Rose has a terrible mm-hmm. feeling about Harry and Dorothy's like, it'll be fine. Yeah. Um, uh, I this sort of reminds me we were talking about because I think when the episode started, you were like, hasn't something similar happened before? And we were saying it kind of reminded I was saying it kind of reminded me of the episode. I just saw it recently on TV um, where uh, Blanche wants to get a hot tub and she's got to get like the house rezoned and the permits. And the guy was like, you have illegal roommates. roommates Yeah, all that. Yeah. So it kind of reminded me of that where she was being so precious about her house. She didn't want to, you know, put the other women's names on the deed. Mm. Uh, I get that. But in the end, that's what she decided to do. I get so that too. actually, has that episode happened yet? 
I don't know. I don't know either. But if it has, then technically, if all three, if all the women's names are on the deed, then actually this is a decision for them all to make and not just Blanche. Isn't this great that we have gotten to a place in this podcast where we don't remember what we've done? This is what's ta- <laughs> this is what's hard. If I watch episodes Hundred. outside of the podcast, which of course I do. Yeah, same. Then, then yeah, I can't remember if it's something I've seen recently. We have had covered it. Hundreds of hours of conversations about the Golden Girls. I think hundreds. I'd be curious to count. Do you know what episode number we're at? I feel like we've got to be around a hundred. Let me find if it's out. A, that's just a, the coffee maker. If it's about twenty-five <laughs> a season, that's almost a hundred episodes. I'll Plus, find we've out. done special episodes. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about Blanche's nighttime wear in this opening of part two. Okay. Her. This is her sort of pastel duchess. Um, nightgown and robe set where Blanche will typically wear, you know, it's always long and flowy and silk, but she'll typically wear something that's sort of low cut and giving her cleavage and is like sort of a straight line. Uh-huh. This one though was very like, it draped around her and it just made her look like like Easter royalty. She looked amazing. She did look amazing. I really... I'm liking... I will say, Rue McClanahan, the last few seasons really ups her game. She is doing it. Mm-hmm. She looks good. But then, so in in this second part, one of the first flashbacks that we get into is, it's from, I think, season one where Rose is scared to go on the cruise with Arnie. And we were like, immediately you and I were like, oh my gosh, Rose and Blanche look so thin. Mm-hmm. You can tell. It was just weird to, within an episode, flash from the end of season four to season one to realize like how different the women looked and also just how different the show looked. We've done 115 episodes. Whoa, man. We didn't even get like a hundred episode cake or anything. Oh, I probably ate cake. You probably ate cake. <laughs> just happened to be eating it I that day anyway. Know. Yeah. I, oh, live, wow. I, I live by a pie place. I guarantee you I probably ate something. 115 episodes. 115. And that that doesn't even include the special episodes we were doing for a bit about like the, you know, the the midweek ones, the response ones oh, right. we were doing. So we probably have like what 115 episodes, it's 115 hours, let's say. Wow. If somebody had told me you guys will end up doing 115 episodes, I'd probably say that sounds about right because we did agree to do all seven seasons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you would be like, yeah, that's basically what we signed up for. Yeah. Great. Um, oh, man. So then the girls are all up and Sophia says, I forget how they get here, but Sophia, do you, did you catch the joke where she shits on Suzanne Summers? No, but I love it. She says, there's been more bad acting, dancing, and singing under this roof than a Suzanne Summers special. I hate Suzanne Summers. Did she, what kind of special, did she used to do like variety shows? Her story, her television story is actually interesting. So for all the youngins out there who don't know who the fuck we're talking about, Suzanne Summers originally was famous for being... Step by step. No. <laughs> kidding. I'm was kidding. originally famous for being Chrissy on Three's Company, and then she famously left Three's Company because they refused to pay her equal amount. Very, It was a bold feminist move. It was an awesome moment. But then she spiraled into this weird sort of television person that was just seemed desperate. And then she was quiet for a few years, and then Step by Step came along, and everyone was like, day by day, a fresh start over, over in a different way. Um, Time will tell, but you know what they say? Make it better the second time around. Finish the song. Step by step. Uh, day by day. And oh, then, of course, so you know, she's turned into this weird sort of 
you know, anti-chemo sort of nutrition, like cure yourself with kale person. Oh, thing. I knew she did. I know. I, I know Suzanne Summers, thigh master Suzanne. Of Summers. course, yeah. But now she's turned into. I. I just. I will. I, I will get political. I just fundamentally disagree with her. Sort of. I. I agree with her. Sort of like don't depend on medication to whatever. But right. um, if 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 you have cancer, go to chemo. Please <laughs> listen to your doctors. That's my advice. Don't I listen see. to Suzanne Summers. That's where the Suzanne, the venomous Suzanne Summers. I just think it's dangerous. I get it. I totally get it. Yeah. She also doesn't want you doesn't want you to vaccinate your kids and like all kinds of weird shit. And she wants you to uh, you know, um, arm your apartment with thigh masters like you oh, would like you would the well, club on your car. As we've talked oh, about kidding. on this podcast before. I don't need no thigh master because all I need is my jeans. Got genetics on my side. And you're the master <laughs> of ma- your own thighs. I am the master of my thighs. Guys, this is what to expect whenever we do a clip show episode where we don't really have a lot to talk about. And it's and it's and we're recording at 840 at night. Yes. I like you're always so transparent about everything that's going on. Like if we're at my apartment, you immediately tell people we're at my apartment. In fact, you show up well, but people- at my door. You show up Facebook living. <laughs> I was like, what is he doing? And then I watched the video later and I was like, oh, at least he had the foresight to go to not show my license plate. Oh, yeah, I knew that. I was like, I knew oh, that's very sweet. That. I'm very conscious. It's very of that. funny. You're always like yeah. anytime anything happens. Well, I do. I will say if the, you they, call it out, it, uh, the sound does sound very different in my apartment than it does in your apartment mm-hmm. because I feel like even though it's not bigger necessarily it sounds like we're in a bigger space here yeah there's something enclosed you don't really hear a lot of except for maybe beeps and stuff you don't really hear a lot of external stuff I think there's more absorbing the sound I think so as well yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get to see people being like, and then they just talked about the size of their apartments for like four minutes. Sorry, guys. This show's really gone downhill. No, we are friends um, and we're just sharing a moment with you. So then we go into, um, we get some fun dancing, more dancing. More dancing. We have Rose and Blanche tap dancing. These are great. I love that. Sophia singing thanks for the Medicare. Hey! Thanks for the Medicare. And you know what? If anybody, if any of you have trouble remembering the difference between Medicare and Medicaid, mm, yeah. let this be a mnemonic device for you. Always yeah. remember that Sophia sings thanks for the Medicare. Because Medicare is what senior citizens get when you reach the age of 65, I believe. Yes. And or 64. 65. 65. And Medicaid is when you are financially not capable of purchasing either insurance or medical care. Mm-hmm. And Medicaid dips in for people who need it more. Yes. You know, the, yes. Lo- the, 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 the people who are in need. Yeah. So that's, uh, yeah, that's a good way to remember. Uh, then we uh, get Count Bessie mm-hmm. singing or playing the piano. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, and then we get Rose and Dorothy singing the Miami song that they wrote, which our of course is song. our theme song. Do you guys like our theme song? Don't answer that. I like it. I like it too. I feel like... We could have been very on the nose with our choice of theme song, which, mm. you know, of course would have been the TV show theme song. And then the name. No. I still remember the first day that we met and we were trying to think of names. Yeah. I think if we'd called the podcast like the Thank You for Being a Friend podcast. Boring. Again, very on the nose. 
Yeah, two on the nose. Yeah. Like, you need to go out there. It needs the to be Golden li- Girls podcast. Because I have to say, when we tell people, when I tell people who know the Golden Girls but don't know about the podcast, which is like four people, but uh, <laughs> when I tell people about it and I, they ask the name, a golden, a true Golden Girls fan is going to laugh at Out on the Lanai mm-hmm. because it's so, it's meta in a way because it's not two on the nose. Yeah. It's a little bit, you got to be a fan of the show to truly understand what we're getting right. at. Right. Um, and the same with the theme song. That said... I wouldn't mind, and this goes out to anyone who's creative, which we both are, but we're busy. Um, if you want to take our theme song and maybe turn it into something fun. Or, or do even something, write your own theme write song. Write your own theme song or edit or do a mix of other things, Golden Girls. And we might we might even have a thing. Maybe that'd be fun. Have a thing where you guys come up with our theme song. Oh, I would love it if we got, if we got fan submissions for a new theme well, song of the podcast. Five, season five is coming very, very soon, you guys. And if you want to get it in before the end of the year... We might be able to yeah, use it. Yeah, if you're it. home for the holidays, you're a musician, you're a composer, you're a singer. You're or you just understand like... how to mix stuff on your computer. <laughs> like, you know, do that. I did one for, for the documentary of The Staircase with Frida Black's court testimony. That's true. Or closing court, whatever. Mm-hmm. Closing arguments. Yes, that's true. She kept saying homosexual. Bisexual. Bisexual. Now we're quoting your other podcast. I'm sorry. Let's it continue. Is, I will also say it's weird when I listen to your other podcast with Margot. It's Margot Lightman. Yes, Margot Lightman, yeah. past Golden Girls podcast guest. Uh, it's very. It's strange for me. I almost feel like you should be responding. Well, no. It's just interesting that like you have another Carrie. <laughs> no one could replace mm. you. And we're talking about we talking about much darker things. I know. You know, much, much darker. Oh, my gosh. What if this right now that we're recording, what if you just said, and we talk about much darker things, and then we started doing our own clip show (sighs) of past, and then we just, like, put together a supercut of our darkest episodes? That would be great. That That would would be be great. I would have loved a true... There is one true crime episode of The Golden Girls. It's the, you know, your favorite episode. The case of the Libertine Bale. Yeah, and that's that's our true crime. Maybe maybe that one will switch the theme songs for the... (laughs) That'd be... (laughs) Yeah, that would be great. Um... So when we come out of, uh, so we do another set of flashbacks and I feel like by the end they're getting real lazy because at first it's like, you know, you know, we've seen a lot of, you know, more singing and dancing and then we get to clips of the girls singing and dancing. But this last one, the sort of send off is, oh, come on, we always do things out of the ordinary here. And then we see them in jail yeah. for prostitution and we meet Burt Reynolds. One of my favorite episodes. Which was so great. Then we see when Rose accidentally puts an ad in the paper for Dorothy, she'll do anything for $8 an hour. Kind of great. And then we see Blanche give Rose the new Fernando and then we see the whole Daisy scene and I'm just like, it feels like you guys were just like, these were the leftover ones. That yeah. They were like, we these are really great clips, but we don't know what kind of category to put them in. Yeah. Just say we do things out of the ordinary. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Even the way they wrapped up this episode in general was very quick and just sort of like, oh, okay. Yeah, it was quick. Yeah. Um, yeah, the the Blanche says she's going to call the guy back and the three girls go into the living room and they're yeah. kind of like, you know, what is she going to do? I don't know. And Blanche comes in and she's like, he's not going to buy the house anymore. It turns out he spent all his money. Yeah. I mean, it's so... <laughs> he bought a baseball field and a department store and one of the Sanderson sisters. I don't know who she said. It wasn't a Sanderson <laughs> sister. It wasn't a Hocus Pocus <laughs> reference. Um, oh, that would have been great. But basically, like, this man is so... like. And then I was like, oh, yeah, it makes sense that he would just call to double his offer. Yeah. He's a dumb, reckless person with his money. He's a financially irresponsible adult. Yes. And I could use a couple thousand of it. 
That's all I got. Oh, okay. <laughs> of course. Any of us. He doesn't, like, does he really need to own a base, like a baseball team? Who needs baseball a baseball team? team? Nobody. 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 I mean, I just felt like that's George where that w. was going. George W. Bush owned a baseball team. Which team? Some team in Texas. I forget. Was it like a, it was, was like, it a minor league team? I I don't know what that means. It's like the minor leagues, you, you get drafted from the minor leagues into the major leagues. So it would be like you're in college, you play college basketball, but then once you're out of college, you join the NBA. Oh. So this is like the minor leagues in baseball is sort of like I thought college. minor was just like college baseball. No. That's interesting. That feels unnecessary. Take it up with the... Uh, I'm not going to. The Major League Baseball. Yeah, I'm not. Association. Unless I wind up marrying a baseball player, which, you know, is unlikely. Um, probably not going to do that. I mean, don't, you know, completely shut down the idea. No, I won't. I'll be open to it emotionally, but uh, rationally, I understand that mm. those people don't usually... I don't usually come in contact with baseball players. Um, I live in Los Angeles in an artist community. You are wearing a sideways hat right now. I am. It's actually of a baseball team, St. Oh, Louis Cardinals. Look at that. But I only wear it because of hometown. I don't give a fuck about I don't even know anything about these things. Some, are, are you ever and walking, it's a black one. It's are, not a red one. Are you ever walking down the street when somebody like goes like, yes. oh, hey, great great game last night. It was so, so often, crazy when so the bottom often. of the eighth and you ground it out and whatever. And you're it's just like, older I guys, don't know. And they'll be like, hey, so what do you think about this season? And I'm like, oh, you know, I mean, it's just it's just great. <laughs> It's just, <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's just exactly what I thought it would be. I, it's just everything that I was expecting and I feel like it's going to be possibly better, but could it get worse? <laughs> that's, that's how to play it. That's how to play it. You're very, you're very slick. Oh, um, and that was the episode. Well, the one thing, so when he says he wasn't going to buy the house, they ask Blanche if she was going, if she would have sold it. And yeah. she says, yes, she would have sold the house. But then she says that they would have come with her, though. They still would have all stayed together. Aww. And then it ends with a group hug. No joke. Just a big group hug. Just a big group hug. Everybody is like just putting those typewriters away and the second going on vacation the the second they were like cut I, all the girls were like get the fuck out of my way i'm leaving for tahiti you know what i mean like they were just like come on no we're done with the hugs we there's no one wanted to be here anyway today um i'm gonna here's a fun golden girls fact you said we're going to tahiti yeah do you remember the episode where uh sophia goes to visit uh blanche and dorothy when dorothy gets the job at the museum and the the guy that her boss is going to give Sophia a tour. And he says, how would you like to see a pair of our new Gauguin's? And she goes, what are you sicko? I haven't even seen my hug, my husband's Gauguin's. <laughs> well, Gauguin was an artist who went to Tahiti and he painted a lot of the people that lived there. And oh. yeah, it was, uh, like, you know, lots of like young women, um, art history classes. I do remember oh, some things yeah. from college. I was when well, I played when I played you know baseball in this college us on a great college because when team. I was in college, <laughs> I was studying like political history, political science, like presidential history, the Watergate stuff we were talking about before the podcast, all that stuff. So you can teach me about art history, okay? And then I'm teaching you about like House congressional committees and how they work. <laughs> Guys, be sure to join our new podcast that we start <laughs> after the Golden Girls podcast: <laughs> Government and Art History. <laughs> Let's fucking close this. 
Yeah. Well, we're at 45 minutes. That feels like a good amount of time no, for this an has episode. Been good, guys, the, as, <laughs> as, as you know, these end episodes, they've never been great. That really, Mother's Day was a different story. But like for the most part, these closing season episodes is usually Carrie and I going, what the fuck were they thinking? Uh, so, you know, this is kind of on par and we do this because we enjoy spending time with you and we hope that you guys enjoy spending time with us. And, and also we watch the good with the bad. Yeah, you we're know? doing it all. We are not. We, we are didn't just, skip the empty nest episode. We could have. We could have, but we, we did could not. Have. <laughs> we did. We did. We did tease it for what it is. Horrible. Mm-hmm. But. We stuck with it. Yeah, we did stick with it. And that's the episode. And I, my golden takeaway from this episode (laughs) is if you are a television writer, if you are creating art on television and you are ending a season, don't half-ass it. Write a fucking episode. Make it interesting. Perhaps a cliffhanger. I think I'm going to share that golden takeaway with you. Yeah. And also, like, be responsible with Or just give money. us a little something. You know what I mean? Just yeah. Just give us a little juice. Yeah. Like, a little, 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 little bit of the nugget of the LOL. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with yeah. you on that. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, next week we're going to have a super fun special episode for you guys. For the holidays, uh, yeah. Yeah, but until then, this concludes season four. Season four, and we're moving into season five. And season five has so many fun episodes in yeah. store. It's actually getting... So as previous guests and, you know, VIP of the Oodles is L.A. Glazer. Mm-hmm. And this is his and yours, really, favorite seasons, the five, the six, the sevens, right? Yeah, I tend to like the... I mean, I love them all, but, yeah, you know, same. again, Case of the Libertine Bell is my favorite, and it falls yeah. into the later seasons, And so. things start shifting where, like, you know, Mark Cherry comes on and... and um, Mitchell Hurwitz. Mitchell Hurwitz comes on, and so the scripts and the tone starts changing a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, like, things start getting really sort of more absurd and interesting in the next few seasons. Yeah. which is really exciting for us. Yeah. And we are so glad that you guys have come along for this ride all of these seasons over the past, what, two years now? Two and a half years. Yeah, two yeah. and a half years. Thank you guys so much. We have probably another year and a half to go. Um, I mean, and that's not even, I mean, if we do the Golden Palace, then we're talking, you know. Yeah, we're talking. I mean, I feel like we can really move. All, I, th- I think we can milk. All of Golden Palace yeah. into one episode. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, so we're so glad you guys are a part of this and we really enjoy the community that we've built and we want it to grow. So if you have friends that love the Golden Girls or if you slept with someone who you think might actually enjoy the Golden Girls and you want to move them out of your life through that vessel, please share this podcast with them. Share share us, share your love of the Golden Girls, bring them on board, send them to the website. And if you guys want to help us, you can go onto iTunes and leave or Google Play or even on Facebook and leave a review for what you think about this podcast. Um, We really could use that. And we're so glad to have you guys with us every week. Likewise. And yeah. you guys can uh, follow the podcast at outonthelanai.com. We are Golden Girls Pod on Twitter and on Facebook. We are facebook.com slash Golden Girls Podcast. And I'm H. Allen Scott on everything. And I am Squid Eat Squid on Twitter. And I am Squidzy on Instagram. Still not using that snap chat and if you guys want to support this podcast in doing live shows we have a very exciting live show coming up very very soon which we haven't set a date yet for because we're still working on it but there's some very exciting things happening with it um and if you guys want to support the podcast you can go to out on slash donate and set up a one-time donation or a monthly donation using patreon it's a great service that really helps artists keep doing what they love doing and you guys supporting us in doing that so 
We really could have used that support. And until next time, you guys, remember, stay stay golden. golden.